This is CliffCentral.com. What's your name? No, yes, you are. Hello. Uh, hey, Dave. <laughs> Did you just say hello? <laughs> What's the date, Ryan? It's the 23rd of November. Is it the 23rd? It's the 23rd of November. You're kidding 2018. Me. That is ridiculous. I know. It's almost payday. Thank goodness. The, what is did you just to say? Be today. Is it supposed to be today? Because it's not in my account yet. Did you so. just say the P word? <laughs> payday. Is, tell me about this thing. <laughs> Dave. Um, yeah, when you have a 9 to 5 like I do, every yeah. month... Uh, on a set date, they pay you for the month's work. No, There's a lot of security ridiculous. in that, Dave. It's very relaxing. You know it's going to happen every <laughs> they month. They pay you to do the snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hurt on my job, Dave. What is yeah. your actual job description? I'm the snack maker. No, now I'm the office manager. Officially. Actual office manager. Actual, actual office so manager. So someone wants a stapler, they come to you. Uh, well, I mean, it's we have incredible. a lady doing the stationery, but yeah, essentially. Are you in charge of the lady who does the stationery? Yeah, I'm in a management position over one person. Is it? Uh, but yeah. What's her name? Uh, uh, Rachel. Okay, she does she's the staplers. Uh, oh, she's at the front, so it's easy for uh, everyone right. to go there. But you're in charge of you. She yeah. comes to you first to yeah. procure for the big, yeah, for the big <laughs> stapler decisions, Dave. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. And today, uh, I wasn't going to drive around to do deliveries. So today they have me driving, which I don't want to do on They've a Friday. Given you like quite a cool title for yeah. for, uh, for the delivery yeah. guy. It's like lipstick on a pig. That's so where do you think? Um, where are you going to go? What's the ceiling for? Oh, well, I want to be a comedian, Dave. So. <laughs> Do you think they've sensed that? <laughs> that they don't give you the big responsibilities because yeah. with no. great responsibility comes, comes great power. No, I don't want a responsibility, Dave. Because I want to, at the drop of a hat, just do Punk things. <laughs> yeah, just fucking uh, be a comedian. So no, there's not much growth there. But you, you, you've seen our agency, and you know how much fun I have there. So why do, do you want to be a comedian so badly? Because I think it's what I'm good at. I hope it's what I got at and I love doing it. I actually think, and this is weird, I don't know if my heart's in the right place here, I enjoy creating the funny stuff more than I do going out there and performing it and having people laugh at it. I, it's Where the, did you figure it's that the creation. Out? I don't know, but it's the, it's the actual creation of the content uh, that gets me more excited. You know, thinking of something, I'm like, oh, this is funny. Not so much the refining of it. So I don't actually know if that makes me a stand-up or I should be a writer or or maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree completely. Well, the cool thing is that in this now, you've got the opportunities to do it. Yeah. Because I, I was talking to three comedians last night and we did this thing at the Lyric Theatre called Laugh at First Sight. So okay. It was based loosely around Valentine's Day and Valentine's Day-based things. Okay. I'm not saying that you had to do your whole full 20 minute set on Valentine's Day but they yeah. kind of forced you to write so that was the first thing okay so a lot of comedians aren't forced to write sit down at a desk yeah. on a Monday morning you kind of rely like, you kind of rely on the right. on your established things yeah. and did you find it to be a good exercise it was, for a, you? It was incredible I learned something I le- and also that's the other thing like you're 48 years old you think you're not going to learn anything yeah you get stuck in your ways I would imagine properly even at 30 I'm stuck in my ways yeah no, I learned how to write was, was, it, was, it a, was it a daunting thing Were you like It was huge or, or, or? It was massive And also you, you doubt yourself You think no man I like this material I like this joke It becomes your crutch It becomes easy to do Because it gets a laugh Now you're writing a thing Hasn't been tested The stuff Well the, the stuff that I did last night Hadn't been tested anyway so, And it was yeah. noticeable Because it wasn't smooth Off my tongue Yeah It was the, the, I had to get the concept Explained to me 
and then explain it to the audience. Yeah. So it was like a double explaining. So it wasn't needed. But considering it was the first time you'd done that material, you were happy with. Happy Tell everyone what it's about. Car. Okay. So who was there? <laughs> so on the on the bill. So they're, they're, this company, American Films, have done two of them. The one was well, they've done tons. They did uh, Jason Goliath. They've got a they've got a uh, partnership with Showmax and Box Office. Okay. So that's the DSTV version of pay TV. Yeah. Of pay per view. Yeah, it's the same thing that Nationwide, the Trevor Noah thing, yeah, was on. Yeah, that was on that. Yeah. So exactly. So they have massive uh, marketing with it, and they are they're pushing it because you know it's, it, the times have changed. Like there's 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 Netflix is kicking everyone's ass. So these guys have come up with these things, and they've gone local, which is great. So they Jason was on it. Obviously, Trevor's done it, and Mannequin Film films it. So yeah. they did one last month called uh, White Christmas Two. Okay. And Scott Bazzano, Robbie Collins. Mojack de Hoko and Glenn Biederman Pam. Oh, okay. And I actually spoke to Glenn before he did, after he did the show, because he was sitting in the edit. So that's the cool thing. You sit there afterwards and you sit with the editor and you go through what you like. Cause often oh, for real? Like on the night? Yeah, often they're not, not on the night. This okay. is a week later. Uh, okay. So you'll sit but still, in the you get to, afterwards you, you get, get some to input. sit with them. Because a lot of the times the editors have seen half the show or none of the show and they're sitting there they don't get that that was a callback or there was a yeah. thing that you brought. So he sat there with them and he said, take that joke out, put this one in. So that's an incredible Hands-on thing. Yeah. So that's White Christmas. That's coming out tomorrow. So if okay. you're on Show Max or anything tomorrow, you can get Please to watch it. I'm sure it's going to be blazing. Those are all funny. Well, it isn't. It's also like there's no there's no question that it's great because you've got five cameras. Um, a yeah, full, from a production point of view. Yeah. Venue, you've got 500 people watching you. Um, the other comedians, so the vibe's great. Yeah. Um, last night was hosted by Emilio Tobias. Oh, for reals. He's so good. He just doesn't, he doesn't take any shit from the audience. You're a big like, fan of Emilio, actually. Yeah, the way you are, you've spoken uh, several times they, very they they didn't clap high. They didn't clap hard enough for, for Kate. And he comes, Kate Pinchak. So he comes out, he goes, what did Kate do to you? Huh? She made you laugh. She's up here. Yeah. And he shut him out and then they had, they clapped harder. So he's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like a dad figure. <laughs> he looks like a dad figure. No, I would have, I would have him just as my bouncer for when I go on tour. <laughs> yeah. And he can, he can host and just get everyone like, I'm in yeah. charge. I'm gonna, I'll fuck you up if you don't. He did an incredible ad. I won't say who it was for, but it's for Russell's. Oh, it's I on saw Facebook. It. Oh, yeah, it was funny. Fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was a good ad. Yeah. He seems like if he was a bouncer, he would, uh, he would aggressively kick them out and then in the parking lot, he'd give them a talking to about how they should turn yeah, things then, around yeah, and just and be come better. back in. Yeah. Come back in. No, when you're ready. Yeah. You can come back in. But yes, I saw the Russell's ad and it was, uh, it was blazing. I, I, it's not on TV, huh? it's just a YouTube. Only I think YouTube. It's a yeah, and he thing. also said, like, the, the guys that were running it, the young Oaks, young directors, young people. So they're in that vibe. They have a band. Yeah. So they're like, they were hired to do the thing. And he just said they allowed him to improvise a lot of stuff, but most of it was written. But he was cast brilliantly. Okay, he I was. Mean, if you, so if you're on YouTube, go and check. Obviously, we can't punt. Companies, but it is a, from a yeah. comedy point of view. Well, we're punting a media. It is very it's just the byproduct is that, and it also happens. brought out. And you know what's happened because of social media? These companies are getting smart. Yeah. So they've put a team onto that ad that anything in the comments gets gets um, answered by by the people at Russell's. Yeah. So Emilia's not in charge of it, but it looks like he's the one answering. Oh, that's awesome. So all okay, their that's questions good. are for him. Oh, so he's a good place for a, that. Exactly. So they've opened up a channel, and that's. That's where we want people to, to get involved in this. Yeah. You've got a one-on-one with your customer right now in this thing. Yeah. How many have you been listening to podcasts, by the way, just to not talk about last night? Have, have I you listened? been listening to some? What do you, you said, Joe Rogan? Uh, yes, I, uh, I mostly clips on YouTube, uh, Joe Rogan stuff and Bill Burr stuff. He just rants and it relaxes me. I don't know why. I heard him talk about um, some uh, ladies at McDonald's in New York started beating up some dude that worked there. They started slapping him around because he wouldn't. They wouldn't. He wouldn't take the fifty dollar bill they gave them, and he landed up pulling out a lead pipe from nowhere and beating yeah. the shit out of them. Not cool. Yeah. Uh, and he was like some, um, 
he had been in jail for homicide. Oh, see. And he was saying, yeah, you got to watch. You start slapping someone around. Yeah. And they're crazy. <laughs> like they're, they're crazier yeah, than you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I listened to those. I've actually, and then I listened to the BBC World News podcast just to. Uh, that must be so interesting. It is actually. It gives you like a, a distilled version of what's going on in the world. Um, okay. Which I which On I podcast. Like. Yes, on a podcast. See, this is interesting because no one has known I, that. I listen to it driving to work, so uh, it's. So you've done it before in the Wi-Fi area, and then it's well, loaded. Once it's on my um, uh, the podcast thing on my iPhone, it just downloads when I'm on and Wi-Fi. What do you use? So it's always there. Um, I they just have iTunes. Okay, so so it's, it's the, the podcast app on my iPhone. iPhone. Okay. So it's not Audible or whatever those other apps are, uh, but it's super convenient and um, Overcast. Yeah, I think Overcast is another one. What uh, what podcasts are you into at the moment, Dave? I got into. The most weirdest shit. It was nothing to do with <laughs> it comedy. It sounds like you. It sounds it sounds strange. Nothing to do with comedy. It was business ones, where they take uh, something called how I began or how I started, yeah. or starting this or starting something. Okay, so it's, so it's all a- businesses that you know now, and then they speak to the person that started it. Oh, that's very interesting. And it is it's crazy to see the amount of failure that these people went through. Yeah, and so you just assume that, and then it's a housewife who saw a thing, and she said, "Can I do this?" And, and then 10, 20 people that yeah. spoke to her said, "You can't do this." Yeah. So all those stories of and I suppose I relate to them because I do the beer stuff. Yeah. But I'll find out, I'll tell you what it's called now when I look on my phone. Yeah, it's amazing because you always see the end product of these, these big companies or these inspirational ideas. Uh, and it seems like Everest to get there, but once. And also you judge them, you think, well, why are they successful? Yeah. Why are they successful? And, but so once they- you see the blueprint for how it happened and how it came together, um, you like, it's, it, it's achievable for the average man most of the time. Um, it's not one giant leap. It's, uh, it's a collection of little steps. Exactly. I spoke to a comedian last night on the phone, not at the at the gig. Yeah. And they were asking like, "What's the lineup? How do you get onto the lineup?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I don't know how I got the, onto this lineup." Yeah. Someone somewhere speaks about you and says, "We're going to do this lineup. This is the person." So a lot yeah. of your a lot of your career is fate. Yeah. And serendipity. I didn't know how I got onto this lineup. I, and I completely. I didn't phone agree. them, and then even Amelia said to me, "Who do? You, how do you get on TV?" Yeah. And I looked at him, and I'm like, "I cannot answer that." Yeah. How do you get on TV? Well, How do you, at the moment now, you're a comedian, how do you think you get on TV? To be honest, um, like you said, you've got to show up and just not be in people's faces, but it's a big thing is showing up. And I like to use the example of how I got on this podcast is, uh, obviously it was a while ago now. I was even newer in comedy then. And, uh, there was a show at Bailey's. You remember that Bailey's show in, in Bedford View? Yes. Yes. Uh, I just went there to watch randomly because I'm like, I got to get to know the guys, um, they got a, cause it's about who you know. And I randomly went there and Eric's like, we don't have a guest. Do you want to be on it? Just cause I rocked up there and, and watched a random show. In the so, middle of Bedford View. Yeah. Um, so the point is that an opportunity, uh, you know, <coughs> arose just from being in the community, which is, <laughs> oh, do you want some coke? <laughs> do you want to just say, hey, you know, was last, last night I was sitting backstage and there was a small little Banky, you know the the big banky, the small ones. Yeah. That you, you would get cocaine in. Yeah. And it was empty. So the guy comes in there and's next to my bag and he's like, Okay, Dave, you I see you ready for the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just emptied out that bag of cocaine. Yeah, the whole I just yeah, it's empty. Do you what are your thoughts on on doing comedy? I mean maybe not on cocaine, but intoxicated? I don't I You think, always have a few what, beers. This is horrible. Yeah, it's it's flat cocaine. Do you light. always have a few beers? I'm saying, do you? No. Not with not these days with driving. Cannot do it. I've, I've, even the 
the three or four times that I've been stopped, yeah. I've been lucky enough to not have had anything, and I still got more shit than I've ever had before. Yeah. So my license is up to date, my cars, wheels, everything, uh, black okay. tires, and I still and had just to go frustrated because they had nothing on you. <laughs> exactly, but I still had to go stand at the van, and he's looking at me like this, going like, "Yeah, there's something wrong with the machine because it's blowing naught." But we know you've been drinking. So I'm like, guys, if the machine's naught, yeah. I'm on the car, I have to go. Yeah. But it's hopper's four in the morning. Yeah. So they're like, go to the ATM. We've got your license. We've got your keys. What are you going to do? Yeah. So I said, well, let's let's go. Let's go to the station. Let's see what we've got. Yeah, I'm, let's I'm happy. see how this plays now out. Now I end up at the station. Oh my so God. even though you haven't been drinking, you've got nothing wrong with you. So yeah. I'd hate to... So you just can't. So Parker's is the worst for, one. Strictly from a performance point of view, do you think Before, it So let's say that. So let's say that I'm doing it for the driving thing. But it doesn't, it doesn't do well. Even if it does maybe check the edge if you're nervous, whatever. Yeah. You, you can't. Your brain does not function on alcohol. Yeah. In a funny way, I suppose some comedians you do look at them and you think he's having so much fun. It's a it's a draw. Yeah. It might act drunk. I know yeah, Mark I Banks say, used to act, slur yeah. some stuff, so it's an act. Um, because when I've you see a guy get on, and my stuff is just sharper. If I've got a table of drunk people and I'm sober, uh, you've got it's to, like a massive advantage. Like, let's go. Yeah. It's like it's like slapping a person at McDonald's <laughs> with <laughs> if they don't pipe. have a pipe. Yeah. It's so it's yeah, so much true. fun. And when you see comedians that that what other line because they've got one line each. Five of them have all got their line that they say. Yeah. That they kept packed in their bag before yeah. they came to the comedy show. I'm going to shout out to drop it, yeah. wow, from a lyric from a song or something. Yeah. Like, okay, what else you got? Let's go. Yeah. Fucking love it. And you can see sometimes with, uh, with comics that have had, uh, maybe at more open mic type sets, uh, or type situations. drinking. It's when they've had too much to drink and it's just, you know, everyone's just like, no, this is not going anywhere. Now, I don't know about the, we, we do know of comedians who have had uh, some issues with stuff. So then you, you go back and you think, hang on a minute, I, w- I wonder how much better they would have been. Yeah. Um, that's including American comics that we know of, like people yeah. like uh, uh, Richard Pryor who, who had a heroin yeah. and his crack or speed or something. He was yeah. on, a lot of them are on prescription stuff. So it's one yeah. is to wake up, one is to go to sleep. Yeah. It's just that you stop r- remembering which one it was that you yeah. took. I suppose when you have very um, hectic uh, tour schedules. And also when you've got an, when an you ego. When you have a time to sleep. You when you've got an ego and it's being fed by other people. So a lot of times you're not buying the drugs. Yeah. Because you're, you're famous. You're nice to have as a personality yeah. add-on. So they'll invite you to the thing and it's free stuff. Yeah. And that's maybe not cool when your ego is not strong enough to yeah. deal with it. Because you're being fed by all these people going, you're the best, you're the greatest. Yeah. You're the and you yourself have got low self-esteem. Yeah. So you're going, I'll go to this thing. Because these people love me. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's quite easy to see how you could get caught up in that. Uh, so let's talk about. So last night, yeah, uh, Mannequin Films. It's a big up to them. We yeah, play them a song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they they've done. So the ones that you see on Showmax. So you've seen Daywalker with um, Trevor. If you've watched the other one with Jason Goliath, had his own special. I think Donovan also had one as well. I didn't even know those guys had specials, but uh, it's on now there. I do. It's on there. So you go to the go to Showmax, go to box office, and go and download them. So this one's coming out in January. And it's themed around Valentine's Day, but it's not necessarily that, like that. I mean, a lot of the guys, like um, Nina Hasty, did her did a normal set that you would hear, and then added on things in terms of relationships, just saying, okay. "Let me tell you about what's happened to me." Okay. But not specifically because I can't remember Valentine's Day. I can't remember a thing. I do remember doing it regularly when you've got a person, but I've never yeah. done that cold calling. What do you want to come on a date? Ryan. I think the biggest memory for or the most emotional <laughs> response I have for Valentine's Day is at school and not getting seeing all the hot dudes. <laughs> the, Were you the not cool one dudes. of the hot dudes? No, man, I didn't get uh, I didn't get Valentines from my not sister's one. school. No, my mom used to. So you what school were you? My at? mom used to always organize 
Is it your aunt who dropped something off at the second break? Well, we had a brother and sister school, so through my sisters, my mom would organize to get a Valentine's sent to oh, me. Oh, man. Yeah, it's not cool. And then Moms everyone's like, ooh, cool. Ryan got a Valentine's. I'm like, it's just from my mom, guys. <laughs> I know it's from my mom. So we were at a boys' school, so the stuff that I got wasn't cool. We weren't. It's from one of the history, it's from a history teacher. So he's we, in jail now. <laughs> so we got, cause we had a sister school. They really is. We said, <laughs> no, he's a real criminal. Uh, we used to, we got banned from sending them dog food because obviously there was uh, lots of, yeah, you know, it was very mean, oh. you know, they dogs. Yeah, you know how hot those chicks uh, are now. Oh, yeah. Like With so successful stupid. lives. So stupid. Very successful, very yeah. gorgeous people. And we all like sent them dog food because there's dogs. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing how Anytime we weren't any better, we were just as. I've seen as, it with my kid now, he's nine, and there's already a culture of dissing. And oh, yeah, you know, absolutely. I don't know where it comes from, I don't know why it exists. I'm just giving you ugly, horrible diet coke back. <laughs> why would you buy that? Because, because it's zero health. calories, yeah. Are you still into that? Yeah, I've been dieting very strong. Really? Very, yeah, very much so. And the gym stuff you gave up? No, 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 I've still been, just not competing, because it was too expensive. But we'll see what happens next year. <laughs> Are you going to try it again? Yeah, I'm going to try it again, man. It all depends on money. So, because I do remember you coming here with your um, your what are they called? Your your, your little packed meals. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because I used to gym before the I ra- got brown to, rice, so. chicken. What was no, no, it was, it was oats seven in the meals. It was oats in the morning. But, but dry it, oats out of the so bag. So now I've it's been like eating horse. Now I've been eating chicken and rice every meal, just not breakfast. Every meal. So you got used to it now. And weighed out. So it's your poos really must difficult. be boring. There's it's no really color difficult, difference. Though. There's no texture difference. <laughs> chicken and rice. Yeah, goes in, comes out. Yeah, it's depressing. But it's my choice. So, and then obviously and when vegetables? it's when it's yeah, and veg. What? Um, just mixed veg. I've just whatever's frozen it works fine. And are you, um, are you just trying to be a person that? Poses and look at you and they clap and then you go back well, to your room. Well, now that I want to do the personal training thing next year, um, oh, okay. the guy I shadowed, uh, he was like, uh, he got clients really quickly and I was like, oh, well, how did you do that? Did you market? And he's like, honestly, it doesn't even matter if you're particularly good at this. If you look a okay. certain way, you're going to get clients. Oh. So that's why I'm, um, I'm focusing hard on it to, uh, so you don't only want to be a comedian, writer, office, oh, you earn money, Dave. office, um, <laughs> office manager, office manager. Um, yeah, you got to earn money, Dave. You know, Cornelius says hi. Hey, what happened to Michelle? Michelle still says hello, but she's got, because of the busyness of the aquarium, she's still on the online and says hello. And, oh, because of the things. summer months or? I think so. Maybe the, the whales and the dolphins and the turtles I believe need that, um, extra care or something. If I'm not mistaken, uh, dolphins and whales are not allowed to get kept in captivity anymore. So they, what they do is they still, um, they still have, they still feed them and send out like, like WhatsApps and please call me. <laughs> you know what I mean? They still have broken dolphins can come in. Okay, like Free Willy with his fin. Yeah, they still have they still have broken animals, and then you also go out and fetch like they'll phone you say there's a sunfish in the harbour, oh, and then okay. they'll go and rehabilitate it because it got lost. Okay, but you just can't take healthy, happy dolphins. And no, you can't. Them. You can't, and you can breed dolphins. You can like they've got the biggest program of. They've got these turtles that are born premature, and they're born without fins, and they're born without uh, their soft shell. Okay. Broken turtles, so they've got the, one of the biggest programs in the world. Yeah. So they'll often send the animals arrive from all over the world. Well, that's one of the upsides the of is, zoos. The sea connects, you see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one of the upsides <laughs> of zoos because, yeah, in a way, it is. I wouldn't say cruel, but it's not ideal that these animals are in a cage. But also, now, people zoos, don't realize all the stuff zoos that goes are on. saving a lot of species. So it's, uh, huh. and unfortunately, to have money to do that, you got to have attractions. So we started um, like a, a broken comedian um, zoo, <laughs> not a zoo, like a place. Like a support go. group. Yeah. It's called The Box. <laughs> it's called Outside the Box on a Sunday <laughs> where everyone talks about their week in a disgruntled fashion. Have you, uh, uh, with today's show, we're going we're gonna to theme it. Um, in America, they've got this thing called Thanksgiving, which was last night, possibly this weekend. It's the last 
something of November in, in November. It's the last yeah. weekend in November. So yeah, yeah. So I googled it and uh, many religions. You googled uh, Thanksgiving. I did. I did. Would you not have Wikipedia known about it just from watching every no, single but, American uh, movie? <laughs> yeah, I know that it involves turkeys. And it's pie. a Turkish uh, pumpkin pie. Turkish. Uh, yeah, pumpkin pie, Turkish. Uh, the thing is, America is kind of involved in Turkey at the moment because of that uh, yeah. journalist that got killed. Oh, uh, yeah, Mr. Mm. Kwakwa Sani. It's a weird <laughs> name. It's a weird name. Kishogi. Every time I see it written, I'm like... Every news person says their name differently. Yeah. They're like, his name's Khashoggi. That's yeah. that's a very well-known name because of Adnan Khashoggi. Who was and that's a tricky dealer. thing because they're connected to so much money. So, you, I mean, you can have the moral standing of saying, okay, well, this country is uh, not Turkey. Um, what's it? That's Saudi, Saudi Prince. Yeah. But there's a lot of money for America, so that's a difficult. Well, what would you do? Isn't that much money? Because only 11 percent of the oil comes from Saudi Arabia. No, but um, all the money that comes in through the arms, there's oh, billions promised, and that's a difficult decision because morally, obviously, you can't just be slugging journalists. Well, let's talk about your but moral decision money. you had to make. So you got a guy that you saw make a joke that you didn't like, yes. but then he runs a gig. Yeah. So he phoned you. So let's go through your moral. The moral this, dilemma the, there this was part of the show there's a lot of Ryan Holiday's moral, moral dilemma. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's um he he made a joke um about rape on uh, social and then defended it quite vehemently. Is that a word? Vehemently. vehemently. Yeah. Vociferously. And um I know he's not a bad he guy. Stood up, and, he stood and he didn't up for to, it as well. He's, yeah. He didn't back down. Which is you know a balance between maybe his personality and his age. But I know he's not a bad dude. I know he's not. He doesn't think that rape is funny, in, yeah. like actually funny, you know. But so he was going through. So comedians sometimes go through the news and think I can make a funny joke about yeah. that and just pump yeah. through current uh, current yeah. affairs. Also, you know, you get tempted by, um, you know, saying things like that in hope that I suppose it will catapult you to some sort of. It'll get you noticed, you know, in the world of social. Well, these media. days it's weird because if you look at someone's. Like, not like, someone's followed. Yeah. So they've got 5,000 followers. Yeah. Then you go through this stuff and you see some people are following because they love to hate. Yeah. They'll just say, what is this guy yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. next? What yeah. shit's going to come out of his mouth? So 100%. there's also no rules in yeah. terms of, of what's out there anymore. So I can understand what he's doing. He's going, yeah. if I say this controversial thing, I'll get some likes. Yeah. Which is kind of almost an addiction. It is 100% an addiction. There is a word for it. Some people call it like that like, that like addiction. Where you're yeah. just going out. Give, give me some Oh, likes. I was speaking about this the other day when you post something you, it's, and you go and check and see how it's doing. It's, it's, a, it's a sickness. It's a modern right. day. Anyway, so, uh, so there's a lot of negativity. Um, people were emailing all the gigs he's, he's played at saying, please unbook this guy. Um, so it's more the negativity surrounding him that I don't want to be associated with. Or I'm nervous to be associated with. Um, but as for him as a person, he's a, he's a, he's a nice dude. He really is. Um, so I don't know whether to get the stage time at his show or, and be associated with that or just forget it altogether. So that's a little, I don't know. Did you do the show? No, I was busy. So <laughs> conveniently, yeah. no, I was busy, but, uh, he will ask me again and I still don't know. Um, I don't want that sort of negative heat. I'm sure I'm going to say something and get into trouble by myself at some point. It's fine. No one's listening to this. I don't need one anyhow. So how would you deal with that? If you, so a joke comes out of your mouth without being edited out of your brain. Yeah. And then you look at the audience and you see, okay, this is the thing. So his pathway was, fuck you. I'm not defending it. You must get it. It's a joke. Get over it. That was his kind of theme of his defense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a joke. You guys need a sense of humor. It's a joke. How would you deal with that? Because you look at, well, I suppose there's um, a wide. So send out that guy on the radio that now that said something about, Let's not say what he said because I don't want to say that I said it. Yeah. But then he went later on the social media and said, I, I defend what I said. You guys need to realize that this is, you know, this yeah. is wrong. And then someone said he should have just backed out and just apologized. Yeah. And then I'm like, 
Really? Like, can't you have an opinion and stick with it? Is that? It is, is it but that? it's all about. So um, he stuck with it, and I'm like, well, good for you, buddy. Well done. Yeah. Like the same as when Yust and that other guy, I don't know who it was, some other dude had been with that that's that popular stripper. Uh, yeah. Had done some cocaine or something, or snorted yeah. off ass or whatever. Yeah, you got to put your hand up and go, "Yep, that was me." Yeah. Um, next question. Yeah, I think you've I got think to the, pick the, your the, the stuff would have died down immediately because as soon as he said no, it wasn't me, and they're like, "No, nah, it's you." Yeah, <laughs> the photographs there. I think defending it, you got to be to to what end, and you're never going to change um, the whole internet's opinion. That people are not going to go back to their comments and delete them or be like, so you know what, I was wrong. The thing so there's no night. win. There's a lot no of the win comedians there. came on stage. It. So the opening act for the show was Nina Hasty. Yeah. So because it's being filmed, you've got a lot of stuff that's happening that the audience aren't involved in. It's not. So you've got to do a camera shot. You've got to do a, an opening shot, and you've got to do audience clapping. It's got to almost clap twice. So you walk on, they clap, and they're kind of seeing the production happen. Yeah. So she went on first. So it's 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 tough. Emilia had the crowd like her, so she did it. And she came off and said, "There's, there's a lady like three rows from the front sleeping." So she she's got a um like a, a Muslim garb on, and she's got the thing around her face. Like yeah. this. So you think maybe that's okay? That's kind of respectful. You in yeah. a casino environment, you yeah. you don't want to be seen. I don't know. What, yeah. I don't know how it works. Yeah, <laughs> I don't but know the rules. Then I, now, so are you sure she was sleeping? She says, "No, she's dosing. She's come to that's the so show weird. to have a sleep." And then I realized, like, we sometimes do that. Like you said as well, no, with um, you can't change the entire internet's opinion. Yeah, she focused on this woman, and I said, no, there are 499 other people yeah, who were digging the show. But that's a weird. And it's kind of weird. It's like a human nature thing. We like, yeah, why is. can't this woman wake up and dig my comedy? Yeah, we actually went over that exact concept in therapy this year. Who's um, we? Me and yeah, the don't, therapist. Don't say we. You're <laughs> fucked up. Multiple <laughs> personality <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just because you got multiple personalities doesn't mean that we went for therapy. Yeah, but they all banter personalities, Dave. They're all world class personalities. Are they good? Uh, well, why do no, you use this one in the podcast? <laughs> Fuck off, Dave. Fuck off. Where's the cool one? <laughs> Why do you bring you this fuck right Why do you bring this guy? No. <laughs> okay. So what what was it in terms of you can't change? Well, that was specifically about focusing on one negative aspect in and amongst mm. thirty positive ones. You know, well, we Just, spoke about it outside. You said like there's so many lineups you want to be on. Yeah. Then you mentioned so you inter- you turn it around so you come from the bottle inside. We're looking out. Yeah. And and you know the ships that go in the bottle. Yeah. How do they get that ship in the bottle? I think they build it in there. They don't. They fold it and it pops up in the bottle. But oh, anyway, it yeah. Okay. So there's three sticks inside that are folded. So the ship goes in flat. Okay, and the mast goes in flat. Up. And then you pull the last pieces, you pull and the ship goes out like this because okay. it pulls them out. Cool. So that's how they do it. But what I'm saying is when you're in the bottle, you don't notice you've got this entire ship in there. Yeah. You're looking out the bottle. So look behind you and yeah. go, hang on a minute. Yeah. So that introspective look when you said, some guys are going, hey, but you're on this podcast. Yeah. And you're going, but I want to be in the lineup. Yeah. And you know what happens then? You stagnate. Yeah. You're just sitting. You're That's going, oh, it's your thing. Like when someone else's food arrives in a restaurant. Yeah. And, you're like, Why is this and you also have this, as a human, um, you always think that everyone else's life is so great because you only see the highlights or what they put on social media. So you'll see that this person. So what happened got. 20 years ago? What did we, what were we jealous of when we, when there was no social media? Was it literally keeping up with the Joneses and you'd watch someone go, I think you were jealous Why of is your people. Life better? I think you were jealous of people, but, um, ones that were closer to you that you, that you got to hang out okay, with. Okay. So now they're literally now the net's from wider. the world. Yeah, so now there's more, um, <laughs> scope for jealousy, you know? And also there's, people that make money out of projecting this image on social that their lives are amazing like these travel blogs um, and it's very easy to get fixated on these people's lives that seem to be perfect and amazing and it's not real 
and your life Especially is Especially there's some that are paid, they're paid by companies to have that life. Yeah, so it's you an never image. really it's ask a, him, like, do you actually enjoy, yeah. do you enjoy all this ass that you're getting and these things you're doing? Like, I hate it. So I watched this, um, this documentary. It may have been Vice on, um, on, on uh, an Instagram model. You know, they make money just from being hot on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, it followed her for the day and it's a vacuous life, man. Like, Makeup and then she just sits and I'm not judging her. I'm just judging the concept oh. uh, or saying that it's not what it is. It takes long to get those photos. It's it's not as glamorous as look. She's standing and there's also ran- in a ever, random you're a, place. You're a physical person, so you've done this. Have you ever tried to face the camera, but your ass must also be facing the camera? It's a total body. <laughs> yeah. There's no way you can yeah. do it as a normal human. So you think they're living this glamorous life, but actually they're just spending their whole day at a, at a shitty location trying to get one photo. It's not what it seems, you know. It's not this super glamorous life. It's but, and yet it's still – the followers are still there. So the, yeah. is stupidity a – it's become acceptable. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a, ne- uh, it's a negative thing because um, the grass isn't I'll, necessarily I'll like a picture if, if, she, if it's a pretty good in a bikini. It's oh, not my – You know what? I actually I recently – I recently deleted most of the hot girls I was following on Instagram because I was just like, it's unhealthy. It's like you just spend all day looking at these unrealistic women who don't even look like that in real life. And then, and it's unfair to, it's unfair to all the bitches out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just want to say, I'm with you guys. I love you bitches. It's unfair. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, from the feminist point of view, but you're right. No, but you know what I'm saying though? It's like, if all you're doing is looking at Ferraris every day, you're not not going to be pumped. Yeah. And the same goes so then for why don't we Why don't we harness this energy and start our own things where we go looking not hot and we want people to go, if you're also not hot and slightly yeah. got a problem, then follow us. Let's see if it can work the other way around. Because yeah, there must be more people that are unhappy with their bodies and their lives than yeah. there are that are. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, say now there's 12 hotties out there that are getting the likes, million followers, yeah. bikini, everything. There must be a gazillion of us. Uh, average Joe. Yeah, every day you post show. a picture of you in your undies with a hole in it. Yeah. And every day no, the hole no, just moves No highlights place. of your life and no low lights either. Just medium <laughs> things that happen. And it's cool. It's called we are having, living our okay life. Yeah. Yeah, okay life. I think mm. that's a... All right, cool. So we can do that. Okay. First so shoot is outside here. Someone write that down. Whoever's listening, write like that down. When we said, let's do this thing for the cancer, which was the hollard... Uh, speedo, what's it called? Oh, Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil Run. Run. I used to be involved in that. No, you yeah. didn't even didn't even blink, because you understood what it was about. Yeah, it's telling people you don't have to die as a man with your yeah. pride. So check your nuts, check your ass, have <laughs> your stuff checked, and there's yeah. a ways of doing it because men will support you if yeah. you just speak to them. But, so I, you were in your speedo immediately. You didn't even question it. You're like, oh, let's do this. Same yeah. as the Naked Show. You just yeah. got into it. Yeah. So you you have a personality that you don't even know about. Yeah, and it's I'll true. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just discovering them every day, Dave. It's just a, and one day I'll bring one of the cool ones to the podcast. So let's do, let's do a Thanksgiving. What is it? Okay. So Thanksgiving, um, as I was saying, a lot of cultures or religions have a day of thanks for whatever. Yeah. Um, it, but most of them seem to revolve around, uh, the harvest. So Don't you find that whenever you research a thing? So we, I researched Valentine's Day. For this show. Yeah. And then I researched Christmas as well because I wanted to see what, what I would have – because that's the other thing I do. If I see a show, I don't go back and go, I wish I was on that lineup. I go, what would I have done if I was on that lineup? Okay. So I write a set after the after the box if I'm watching. I write a set that I would have done. Oh, for reals? Yeah. That's I my homework. That. That's very interesting, Dave. It's a hell of a weird thing to do because you'll go, what would I have said to that heckle? What would I have said when the host introduced this guy as that? Yeah. So I do almost like a fake – Comedy set in my head. I actually do that to a degree also, but uh, when I watch like a Golden Globes or whatever. Oh, okay, what would I've done if I was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would I've done? Yeah, 
Um, that's cool. So, you know, hopefully... It's how you... Have, I mean, when I was at, at art college, they have a thing called copy ads where you had to take an ad and just copy it, literally. Okay. To see how good you were at it. Somewhere yeah. along the line. So what you're doing is you're taking the masters. So let's take the... If you're an artist, the masters have done it before you. Yeah. You, if you copy them, it's fine. You're not, it's, you're not doing your own thing. But yeah. you've got to start somewhere. You've got to get the yeah, basics starting point, of yeah. art. Yeah. So you can still become Picasso. Yeah. But, but you're never going to be Pica- this original Picasso could thing. do original stuff. Yeah. He could do fully realistic artwork. Yeah. But he took that and said, okay, I know the basics. Yeah. I understand perspective. I understand line. I understand yeah. use of, of color. Then he moved into his own. So it's not to say that you, you know your first set was, was an Eddie Murphy inspired set. Yeah. Who, who was it? Who's your, who's your guy? Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yeah. So, so many of the words that were coming out of your mouth were like Louis C.K. flavored. Oh, yeah, definitely. In fact, when I was... <laughs> that sounds horrible. In fact, when I was... Yeah, uh, in light of what When he I does. was thinking about the set in my head, I was kind of even in his voice. You know what yeah. I mean? His cadence. That's it. His, um, so, there's nothing wrong with that because once you've done that, you've seen the basics of the art. Yeah. So, you can, now you go, okay, I know the use of line. I understand the things. And then you find your rhyme. Yeah. It's like exactly when uh, you're in a band. No one starts. Oh. You always start as a cover band. That's we just had at the the Cape Comedy Collective the, the strongest comedian influenced the other comedians. So a lot of the comedians were walking on stage like that because they saw it, and we sort of oh, went, that's we need to yeah. split up because we're starting to be become the same thing. Yeah, you know, there's things that we're doing that that we know work well. Even as hosts, the one guy hosting would use the other guy's lines. So it was like we needed to, to move away. Yeah, and that and that can happen very easily in a in a tightly knit yeah. small kind well, of data pair, set. in the offices. Your Female cycles start running the same, yeah. and I think that's the that's the concept yeah. of it. So if the comedians are hanging around in a house, yeah. which I often saw with, um, I think, Laz, Simi, and the three other guys, they lived together in a house. Okay, and so, so it became this became, one thing. Yeah, it became an in joke. So they'd go on stage and do in jokes, and I had to sort of ask them like, "Is it cool for the audience? Because we didn't live with you." Yeah, but their, their jokes must be hilarious when they've had a few. If they've had a doob. And they're five oh, comedians yeah. at home. The jokes are yeah. hilarious, yeah. but they don't translate that part. No, they don't. They need that uh, that context. So these, this is what I'm saying. This pagan stuff is is very celebrated. So Halloween, pagan yeah. festival. Valentine's Day, pagan festival. Christmas it has become no, pagan. no. It was originally a oh, celebration of the birth of a savior, but it was in June or April. Okay. So it was the guy, still the dude. But then it's changed to December because it's the end of the year. And Convenient. we can retail, we can, we can sell, we can go on holiday. We yeah, it's, up. it's such a so commercial we, thing. Yeah, so then it's so weird how we, we kind of we scoff at paganism and go, wow, you yeah. guys don't believe in the yeah. thing. You don't believe in God. And they, they don't. They believe in the seasons and the pumpkins and the yeah. wheat. And, and then we lose the, ourselves. There's Valentine's Day, which is based on love, yeah. secret love. They're like, let's celebrate that, that this guy got killed yeah. for marrying people and then the Pope killed him. So like Pope, yeah, bad, no one thinks about that, Valentine, yeah. good. But yet we don't. You lose the message, though. I mean, I'm pretty sure the the intention of Christmas wasn't to just <laughs> get as much shit as possible. But then I suppose yeah, there was. There are some religions that don't do Christmas because of the fact that it was a gift and it was uh, what's the word? Arrogant and what's vain vanity. So yeah. it's one of the seven deadly sins. So the yeah. giving, receiving a gift is vain. Yeah. You're like no, I like getting gifts. Yeah. I had the shittest birthday. My birthday's the day after Christmas. You give me gifts. Yeah, it should be about giving, and it's become <laughs> yeah, more about receiving. Me. Oh, you see, yeah. Ryan. I know. That's, that's I want to come to your therapist. He's, he's got some good concepts. Uh, she. A she. I, I looked in your eyes, and I knew. Because yeah. your eyes went like this. And I, I don't want to speak to some dude. Why not? I don't know. I, I don't know. It would be weird opening up to some guy. What does he know about emotions <laughs> and feelings? Men don't have those things. <laughs> I, I'm no. trying to figure out last time I cried, and I worked it out. Okay. 
was I was sitting with my kid and it was one of those dad weekends that wasn't going well. So I've got my son for the weekend. Okay, but it's not what you'd hoped it would be. Yeah, no, not what I hoped. I had other stuff to do. And then I started feeling guilty going, oh, oh, it's not his fault that yeah. I've got other stuff to do that I cancelled. So I was kind of had FOMO with my kid. What's the other, what's the opposite of FOMO? <laughs> You're missing out or? But I'm with so my kid. So that's, yeah. that's the, the quality of life and you spend time with your kid. Yeah. But I, sh- I wanted to be at a party or somewhere else, but I'm on the weekend <laughs> with him. And then I started getting emotional already before the thing that, that happened that yeah. made me cry because I thought about my dad and I thought about parents and things. And I'm like, yeah. well, I'm sitting with a dude and I can see he, he's not connecting with me. He's not digging the weekend either. Yeah. So we go and watch Boss Baby 2. 1. No, on on circuit. Yeah, a long time ago. Oh, a long time ago. I, I thought this was we watched it at the movies. Yeah, so I got the popcorn and and I'm I'm angry because I didn't have any bucks. And movies is is a oh, 400 so rand experience. Yeah, so I'm really I'm angry with myself. I'm angry with him. It's Let cheaper go to watch just this thing. get internet uncapped <laughs> and download than it is to go to one movie. Yeah, but he wanted to do that, so now I'm like, I'll, I'll sleep. Because that's the cool thing about movies. The chairs are comfortable. Yeah. It's air conditioned. It's air conditioned. So I'm sitting there, I'm sleeping, and I start watching the movie. And there's a, there's a point in the movie where he wakes up and realizes that he's got a brother. And then he writes the brother a letter and says, I'll look after you. Uh, You're yeah. my man. And yeah, then I look at my sweet. little guy who's a single child. Yeah. He's not going to have a brother. And then like I'm just, and then you just feel like a, the tear just came out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. For real, so did you really? <laughs> yeah, proper actual tear. So I oh, had to shit. go. And then you get that lump in your throat. And I just looked at him. I thought, shame, man. Yeah. I'll, I'll be. So I wrote the letter to him in my head and said, okay, I'll be here. I'll be here for you. I mean, you never sent it to yeah, him. I never sent it to him. He doesn't have a brother. He's going to grow up with issues like we all did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm Even like, though dad was feeling those things, he never Ryan's communicated to them. therapist available, she's quite hot. Yeah. <laughs> just, she'll, be, she'll be there for you, my boy. I will not be there emotionally yeah. for you. Sorry. That's so true, though. We all have that shit with our dads and we're like, oh, they never had, uh, you know, they never spoke about their emotions or showed it. And it fucked but us up. You don't up. want to do that. You're, as soon as if your dad comes to, says to you, um, Ryan, I want to talk to you about how I felt the other day. And you're like, Dad, you're so gay. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Oh, let's, it, let's wrestle. It, Let me stab you with this pole. If my dad was like, hey, I want to talk to you, I'd immediately shut myself. <laughs> <laughs> immediately. And my dad had an office at home. Yeah, um, with a, with a, with one of those green lamps. Uh, I know which green lamp you're talking about. It's and a, he did. It's, it's a sideways stage. lamp. Yeah. It's on the front of the desk. And it then the like desk he's a is, is leather. It's, it's wood. And then inside of it's that is leather, leather with gold breeding. No gold beading, but it's exactly that desk. He had an office and no. he would call and you in there. He had a there. secret drawer. So there was a top drawer and then yeah. you put your hand underneath it and yeah. there was the, the fizzes. Yeah. Anyway, walking in there once you had been summoned was... In his office. Uh, almost terrifying. I'm scared and of your dad now. He was very fair, but... um Fair, uh, blonde hair. <laughs> no, fair as in, uh, principled. But at least, did, did he hit you? No, I never got hit, so my parents didn't believe me. No, I've, 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 I'll be honest, look, I've often thought, I've looked at my kid and thought, damn, you just need a good old hiding. Did you get hidings <laughs> when you were younger, Dave? <laughs> I didn't have a dad, so my mom used to give me hidings. Oh, well, then, it still counts. But not sexist, but proper, yeah? hey, there was proper, like a wooden spoon. Oh, yeah, stokey. Uh, fly swatter. A stokey doesn't hurt. Can't get you can't get a good flip on the okay. stokey. I, I never got well, hit, people so who I don't know what a stokey that. is. That's, that's no, my mom had to. She had a discipline, and she had to be the dad. So we got S- hit with a wooden spoon, and it makes like a round. Yes, the wooden. Spoon. Sp- my mom threatened us with a wooden spoon. Oh, don't we got get it, it twisted. Yeah, we yeah. got it. Then one day I was about twelve, and I was taller than my mom, and she was like, "Do you want to just take the spoon and just hit yourself? Because I can't <laughs> do this anymore." <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing. We, my, my mom uh, forced us to buy Father's Day presents. On Father's Day, you had to buy her a gift. She's like, "Fuck you both." I'm uh, actually, dad. I know uh, your mates of mine also. So then um, you think, about where did I get my sense of humor from? <laughs> I'm the dad in this house. It's Father's Day. You got to buy me something. So we had to buy like a manly gift. We had to buy like a gown, 
sucks. 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 He has got a, 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 a smack of my hand on, on his yeah. ass because there's been a point where I've gone, that's enough. Are you cool? And then nothing. And I'm like, that's your second warning. Like, uh, okay. hey, something's going wrong here. And okay. you need to find out I think that's where fine. these it's things are. When it's, the, when it's your go-to and He's move. in therapy, so he can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed my like eight weeks of divorce therapy. And it kind of sealed what I want to do. It was, it was incredible. Like I, We went there, obviously, to get a marriage sorted out. For how long? For six weeks paid for by my ex-wife's company. So that okay. was forced therapy. You guys go. Because the company was kind of like, we like married people at this company. It's cool to have the stability of a marriage. So they said, go and sort it out. And if you can't, you can't. It's fine. It's up to you. And now that's brought to you by Coke Zero. <laughs> what is that, by the way? It doesn't have a name. Uh, it is. The new bottles are ridiculous. They only say light at the top. Ah. And so, they've got those names on. So every time you I buy it. Yeah, the other night. And then, yeah. And then you got, uh, and then it tells you how to say it. Um, <laughs> every time you buy one of these Cokes now, because if people are buying them and thinking they're regular Cokes, so every time I you buy it, they're like, you know, you know this is light, hey? I you thought, know this is light. I thought my spice gold was off. So I poured it, I poured it again, and I poured it again, and I had bought two. Shit. Because I wanted to have a nice, quiet night. Because <laughs> I'm not saying not I don't drink. Mind. I don't drink at gigs, but when I get home. I drink. <laughs> so then I just like, I felt so angry with myself. Like I bought a stupid Coke. With a th- no sugar. Anyway, so. <laughs> Brandy aside. What happened was during that thing, I discovered that I want to be a comedian. Because that's what I discovered. So I'm not saying you go to therapy for, to fix anything. You go there to discover what yeah. it is you're going to do. And that, well, and essentially, like that amazing, is fixing something. It's it was an amazing feeling. Like, I can do this. Yeah. I want to do this. I want to, I want to do comedy. Because it yeah. came up, because I was doing comedy for 300 rand a night, twice a night. So I was making 600 rand a week. And it wasn't paying the bills. And that yeah. Form the basis of a lot of divorce issues because I'm like, have you paid the rent? I can't pay the rent. I, yeah, I have 600 rent. I'm not funny enough <laughs> no. yet. And then it's just like, no, I want to do this. And I think that was 18 years ago. Shit. So there. So that was the catalyst because you told me stories about uh, about I your lied. mom. Those are all lies, eh? Your mom. I make up a lot of my stories. <laughs> They're just completely <laughs> fabricated. <laughs> Who are you, Dave? <laughs> Is your my name mom, real name? My even mom used David? to say, if someone phones, you must tell them that I'm sleeping. Then I can't come to the phone. So the phone would ring and my mom would be in the kitchen and then she'd just fall to the floor and like in a, in a sleeping position because she hated lying. Not lying down, <laughs> yeah. but she didn't want to lie. Yeah. So if the phone rang and it was old school, it, was, it would ring and you'd yeah, yeah, pick yeah. it up. And then you say, I can speak to your mom. It's like, sorry, man, my mom's sleeping at the moment. And then she'd just hit the deck. Eh? With, she'd have something in she her hand. She'd, she'd, <laughs> a pot of boiling pot, water. Whatever, just go. She'd just sleep. So, so she'd never – and it was, a, it was a great lesson for me. Like you, She's not lying. She's less. My she's lying less asleep. now. She's lying no, less. No, she's not now. asleep. She's yeah. in a. She's in a first phase yeah. of of REM sleep. Yeah, it's not a, like a a pure lie anymore. Yeah. But and also, you weren't allowed to answer the phone until it rang three times. Yeah. I frills. Yeah, because she said, "Why is the chaos with the phone? It's going to ring." My sister would jump from the couch and do like a dive. Yeah, your heart starts racing. Even she's now, doing, when the home phone, because now when the, the home couch, phone rings, and then, so the phone would ring. And she'd answer it because obviously it would be she'd want to get to it first so that her little brother wouldn't answer the phone yeah. and make jokes with the, some the guy that was yeah. phoning. <laughs> so it's almost like a it's almost like when someone gives you their phone to look at a picture and you start scrolling <laughs> yeah. into other pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the olden day answering of the phone. That's so, so funny. Said, That's actually there was a rule: you can't answer the phone unless it's rung three times. Yeah, and then you also had to say your name. And the phone number. Who's, have you ever done that on a cell phone? Oh, my um, my granddad used to answer uh, 896 <laughs> 
It used to say the number. You used to say the number. That's a we- that's a weird thing, right? It's not you weird because in those days you would dial in a circle, so you didn't know if you dialed the right number. There was no oh, record okay. of your dialing, so you you dial a circle, you dial a naught, and then yeah. the phone would go back to normal. And you're like, fuck, did I dial a naught? Oh, okay, yeah. So that's where drunk dialing comes from. <laughs> because everyone felt drunk. Yeah. It must have been so difficult and a blessing actually to not I, be able I to dial the number. I got a wrong number. number once, and so I put the, I talk for long. My mom's like. She didn't know it's the wrong number. My sister doesn't know the wrong number. So I'm chatting to this person. So she said, who was that? I said, I don't know, but I'm going on a date on Wednesday. <laughs> so I go on a date with this person that phoned for the wrong number that I spoke to for 18 minutes. <laughs> so it's an, it's an older person. She's not, I'm, I'm 90, 18, 19. Yeah. She fetches me in her car. We go on a date. And then it, that was the night when she says, are you, are you at Vossi? I'm like, yeah, hey, my results are out. So she goes, well, let's go see your results. So this is after we've had like eight bottles of Lanzarac Rosé. Do you know what that is? A uh, headache. It's shaped it's like it's shaped like a like a like a what's this thing in your bum? Um, <laughs> Dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, your therapy's <laughs> no a suppository. The Lanzarac Rosé oh, bottle is shaped like a suppository. So it's sharp on the one end and bulbous on the other end. No, but I mean after a suppository six is bottles when you're shape, 18, but I know it's shaped. They should be. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put the so you think it's egg. fine You think it's fine And then all of a sudden Oh this isn't too bad so Oops Seven bottles of Landrax Is here at the Bertram's hotel She says let's go see Your Ross's results So I'm drunk And not kind of In my way I'm 18 drunk When you don't know What's happening yeah. So we drive to Vitz University The security guard's there At the medical Because it was a medical exam It was like I studied physiology and anatomy So okay, you had to yeah. go through The Vitz medical school yeah. So it's open 24 hours Just so the guys can learn So the security guard says You can't come in Because it's locked so I'm like, no, we just come to see our results. So he's like, okay. Now we're lost in the medical faculty drunk. That's a funny story. Trying to find results with this lady that I met on the phone who was the wrong number. <laughs> and I'm like, am, am I going to get sex out of this? I don't know. She's, she's <laughs> you were like, hoping. I'm you were 18. 18. You were she, definitely she hoping. She was 35. And she's not bad. So and then I'm drunk. So I'm there. And then the weirdest thing is like the, the wine made me depressed immediately because the results were there. And I had failed Everything like on your ass. <laughs> so, this is my second year at Vosti and I'm now going to the army. Oh, shit. So she just held me and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, what are you going to do? I'm like, maybe if we come oh. back tomorrow, I'll have there'll be different you. results. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no sex involved. I just got dropped off at my house. I think I got a kiss and that's how, and that's how wrong numbers can sometimes get you a kiss, get you Fucked out university. Yeah. <laughs> so my is that a true story though now, Dave? Because now oh, there's just doubts know, in my mind. You don't know. It's just doubts in my mind. You don't know. But we wanted to because we're running out of time. We 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 brought up Thanksgiving. We're not running out of time. Time is a the loose last concept. 10 minutes. Okay, Thanksgiving. Yes. What do you have to be thankful for? What is the it ties? The, in, what is the theme? What is Thanksgiving? I think it's to look back retrospectively over in America. Uh, what is the real reason? When was the first one? So the pilgrims came. It there, had to do with harvest. And the natives came there, and they knew how to grow stuff, and the pilgrims knew how to do stuff. So they had this like little fight in the beginning where they killed most of them. Okay, this I didn't get. Then they had yeah, then they had a dinner. I they did, won't did. put it because the political correctness has changed what you find on Google, and some things are not believable. So there was maybe a little bit of a war first, where they okay. kind of wiped out a lot of the. Locals. I mean, I can believe that. That's. But must think about it. A local that's been living there for a long time knows how to grow crops. Yeah. Whereas a pilgrim coming from England yeah. to America wouldn't know. Not so they will grow. They'll yeah. grow the, the crops they grew in England. Yeah. Which would be based on. They kept on the saying New patterns. England. Was that a place in America? Well, exactly. That's that's okay. what happened. So they arrived from England and they just called it yeah. New England. I mean, York is in England. 
New uh, York is just New York. Uh, I, really? Yeah. New Hampshire. Should New Hampshire. Hampshire's in England. Yeah. Boston is in America. But anyway, so, <laughs> so they it came all revolves so they had around. a bit of a war. So I, I stand corrected for American people who tell me no, I'm talking shit. But eventually yeah. it was like a peace offering going, how the fuck do you grow these things? So then they had to have the locals going, this is how we grow it. Because okay. this season that you're thinking of is autumn in, in, in England isn't autumn in America. So okay. it's, it's still Northern Hemisphere, but this is how our autumn is. And it's, that would be pagan. So then you have the bringing together of the two yeah. cultures, and then they had like a, well, let's be thankful that we fucking can live yeah. here because a lot of us are getting okay, killed yeah. by diseases and stuff. And let's have a Thanksgiving. So it became, first of all, like a crossing over of borders, going, you okay. come chow with us, and we'll come chow with you because you seem to have more control over what yeah. food grows. <laughs> yeah. our, and we're hungry. We're eating dying, sticks. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it, our cows are dying. Yeah, we got sad cows. Yeah. They're built on already. They're not even dead. So that's, that culture of saying thanks exists now, but it's a massive Dinner in America. It looks like yeah. when you, for the photos I saw, so obviously celebrities were saying, Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Let's think about the fires in, in, uh, yeah. California. Is it California? Yes. So let's think about this thing. So it was a Thanksgiving of, of nature as well as people, yeah. of humans. So there was a lot of, um, aid going on. There was a lot of, yeah. let's which help is good. It's a positive out. thing. So instead of, it's a suppository thing. It's a suppository. It's a weird shaped <laughs> suppository thing. Instead of eating all this food, let's go help some homeless people and let's do things. Yeah. It's funny. So anyway, so so what are you thankful for this? You know, I'm thankful for last night because there was a pure fateful thing. I didn't know that I was going to get onto this lineup. You got to write. I was in that same boat and I literally was in that glass bottle looking out going, why are all these people getting these gigs? Yeah. And I wasn't getting them. And then I had to go, hang on a minute, Dave. There's another comedian out there going, you got a podcast, you're making some beer, you do whatever it is that you're doing. So stop doing that. So my Thanksgiving and my message for myself was stay in your lane. Don't even... Straight, you've got a path, and it's yeah. working. And as soon yeah. as if you, have you, you know, stay in your lane sounds kind of negative. Running? It sounds negative because that but means you can't move trust your into path. other realms. Trust your path. Trust I'm your own But in journey. this race, there is a lane, and it's for you. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, that, that's a more positive you. spin on it. And yeah. you're staying there. There was a. Did you ever do relay races? Yeah. I mean, I sucked, so, but yeah. you know how slow you run when you're looking next to you to see the other guy. Yeah. You'll run slower. Look in front of you and run. Your race. Yeah. It so does sound weird when, I, when you stay in your lane. Yeah, because that's a negative thing. Like, you know, yeah, you stay in your lane. Stay in your lane no, don't bro. come and get yeah. involved in my shit. But I think what you're saying is trust your own journey and um, don't let... But I don't even... I, that sounds too zen and too oh, weirdly... I like that I smoke weed, so I love that. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't even smoke weed and I lie about my life. <laughs> there was a kid next door called Dave Levinson. I actually even stole his name and everything. So I'm, I don't even live... It's not even me. Think of all the potential that that Dave would have had yeah. before you. So the, the book that I brought in today is called Henny Youngman, Take My Life, Please. Okay. And he's a, an old school American comic, old guy, proper. I think he's dead now. But Was he a stand-up at some stand stage? Up, or just stand-up okay. and, and against the grain because he's the, it's a Jewish family and that stand-up was seen as like a really horrible career because okay. you had to do stand-up in the clubs. And the clubs were vaudeville and, and bawdy and like there was, there were strippers or dancers and oh, okay. just seen it's as like don't a, go yeah, there. Like so a CD he's kind young, of. He's young, he's 19, 18, whatever it is, and he's getting five minutes of storytelling. Then the guys would say, okay, we're going to have a storyteller. So he'd literally come on between the dancer and the juggler or the poodle handler or something. The variety weird. show. But it's late at night and he's not allowed to be there. He's underage. He'd do the thing and then come back and lie to his mom. So they put him into these classes for violin, learning culture, yeah. learning Jewish culture, doing his shul, yeah. doing his, and he became an incredible, Violinist, a concert yeah. kind of uh, standard, but he would use the violin in his comedy. So he would tell a joke and be, like, <laughs> oh, that's thing. crazy. Yeah. So it became a thing. But what the, the whole thing of that is, stay in your lane. Like he knew what he wanted to do. Yeah. And he'd, and he'd stand there and say, yes, I want to do it. So the tenacity is there, the and focus, that's what I'm yeah. thankful for. Like I lost my hunger. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, not to be a downer, but I think there's been a lot of difficult months for you, Dave. Um, in our private chats, there have been some struggles. So I think a little bit of positivity was a good thing. Well, that's thing. the thing. that The stuff that happened was because of the lack of hunger. Yeah. To sit and wait. He also tells a story in there about an agent when he said, have you got an agent? And the guy said, yeah, I've got an agent. So the guy said, yeah, but I've seen you. You're brilliant. Where is your agent? Is he here? Because I've, I've been here for the last four or five weeks and I've seen you every night. Yeah. And I haven't seen you. He says, no, he's not here. He, just, he gets me the gigs and whatever. He says, how many gigs has he got you? He says, well, he, char- he charges um, 20% and he, he gets me the gigs. So he said, well, which gigs has he got you? Yeah. So this guy said to him, I will charge you 10%. Yeah. And if you come with me, but for the rest of your life. This was, this was the chat that he had in a bar at Hoppers 2 in the morning. So the, he said, because if, you, if I get you a gig um, for a million rand and yeah. I can't get it for you, You've made nothing. Yeah. If I get your gig for a thousand rand, you've made a thousand rand. Yeah. So he said, stop worrying about this million dollar gig. Yeah. But I will get, I can get you a gig tomorrow night at my church for 200, for $50. Are you in? Yeah. And he's like, no, but I don't charge that. He says, how much money have you got on you now? So it was a big lesson for me to learn that as well. Like do the gig. But it's got to be a balance then. No, you wouldn't, you know what, if you want to, eventually if, if a client starts saying to you, well, we got you for 2000 rand last year. Why are you charging us 20 this year? You got to go, well, that's, that's my fee. Um, yeah. I negotiated that fee because I want to do the gig. So it's different with corporate. Yeah. But I would say if someone phones you tomorrow and says, come down to this bar, come do thing, do it. Take, you, you're sitting on your ass yeah. and you could have got a thousand rand from the Keg and Beagle. Yeah. What, what are you, why are you staying at home? Yeah. So I, the yeah, hunger, I agree. As long I lost, as it's not diminishing your brand. but um, Well, that's even that's bullshit because the 15 people at the Keg and Beagle yeah. are drunk. They're not even remembering your brand. No, fair point. Do the gig, bro. Yeah. That's, maybe that's even Mel Miller's advice to me as well is just do the gig but he might have got it from that book as well don't say no to the gig you're sitting at home yeah. and you could be making 500 bucks petrol so you say last night was good for you in terms of it was good for me to see that I haven't lost because so I didn't know that I could write so I had to write a set I had to write 25 minutes of comedy that hasn't been done before that's been filmed yeah. I could have tested it out at, at Kitchener's but to me I didn't do that because of that also that fear and the hunger wasn't there so I should have gone to Kitchener's and said how's it guys I'm doing this Valentine's show can I test this material do you think it'll be there now more so the hunger the next show would you go out and, and, and no, test now it now I want to write now I'm in the mood now I want to go to the box on Sunday and say guys I've got five more minutes of something yeah. or take the, the stuff I did there and really really smooth yeah, like, it out because yeah. Claudine bless her <laughs> she said to me can I direct your show? And I'm like, yes, because she's got a physicality that I don't have. Yeah. So if, if I didn't do that, that's the other thing. If you didn't do it, no one would have seen you. You wouldn't have got the job. Yeah. Clint Eastwood used to carry like boxes and bags around that were empty at on the Universal lot or wherever. Oh, Paramount. so like he deserved to be there. No, he didn't deserve to be there. He was carrying boxes because he knew someone would stop him. And exactly what happened. They were like, you, you, you look tall enough. Come stand here. So he would have to stand there to be the height right. of the actor that wasn't there. Okay, that's think about that. A you like you double, take yeah. this massive guy, not even a body double. They're trying to light the guy. So yeah. same as Clark Gable. Yeah. So like you stand there, please, because you're the same height as him. So they need to be standing there, and eventually someone would say, "Where's that guy? Put him in the background." So then uh, he's in the background. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're not there, yeah, you're you not going to be like asked. I said, you got to show up. <laughs> you know what I'm? I think Steven Spielberg did that. He just pretended to. Home. <laughs> just like that pretended <laughs> <laughs> pretended to be something on a film lot, and uh, well, that story ended quite positively for. Him and cinema. Okay, cool. <laughs> so we've got the, um, for, for next week, we're going to be doing some Christmassy, not holiday based things. So I want to talk about great podcasts that you can download on this, on Cliff Central. So I want to talk about the best of this. Cause when you're traveling, the, one of the best things to do is to, is to download a podcast. So next yeah. week, we're going to talk about 
the these shows that are on this one that we, okay. we listen to. And then uh, up, up coming up now is the is the sex show with Johnny Searle and his, and his crowd of, so of freaks. Thanks for crowd of freaks. What was that? Um, yeah, thanks. That went quickly, hey? Am I right? <laughs> That's right. We just blinked our eyes and yeah, we just. Right. I'm going to go cry now. We're Let's so take a photo of ourselves for the thing. <laughs> thanks very much for listening. This I'm Dave Livingston. I'm Ryan Holiday. Have a good one. This is CliffCentral.com.